You're listening to What the Catholic, a Colonel Catholic podcast where we discuss various topics submitted by our students. We hope you enjoy this episode. God bless and go Colonels. And here we go. And now we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Megan's coughing, as usual. Okay. Is your day quill actually working? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the doctor recommended? I didn't, recommended? Get, I didn't go to the doctor. I thought you did. No, I decided to take a day of rest and I thought I could heal myself. Mm. Apparently I don't have the gift that's, of healing. That's good. It's good prayer talk. I thought I could heal myself. <laughs> oh. Did we ever hear that in the Gospels? <laughs> Awkward. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, well, welcome to What the Catholic... I guess we're going to start now. Yep, we're going to get started. So here today, um, we are here to talk about <laughs> uh, whatever topics that you have submitted. My name is Father Patrick Riviere. I am the associate at St. Thomas Aquinas. I'm Megan Martin. I'm the team director of the focus team here at St. Thomas Aquinas. And I'm Garrett Land, and I'm a second year missionary here at Nickel State. Yes, we are at Nickel State, Thibodeau, Louisiana, recording for the Colonels and beyond, wherever you are, we're glad you're listening. I hope you keep listening, because we're going to have a blast for about the next 30 minutes. It's going to be a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a fun time. So, so yeah, so just to, this is our first uh, official real episode. Last week we put a little intro up, um, where me and Megan just kind of talked about the idea of the podcast, the purpose. Um, yep. And so today we're going to jump in to, uh, we've got, we got a lot of questions, uh, so thank you all for, for those of you who submitted questions. Um, the boxes, if you're local, um, the boxes are located in the cafe and in the library. If you have another question, you're not local, or you think about it, you know, at you know, 2 o'clock in the morning as you're pondering all the deep things of life, you could shoot us a Facebook message, an Instagram message, at Colonel Catholics shoot one, one of any staff member an email. Um, all our contact information is on the website, msucatholics.org. Um, but, so our first topic today is going to be prayer. What a um, good one to start with. What a good with. one to start with. So we got some questions about prayer, about things like spiritual gifts, things like mystics, things like you know adoration, how long, what do we do. Um, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to have fun talking about it. We're going to dive um, in dive into it well first how we, we all prayed this morning we how did. were how was y'all's prayer it was very interesting interesting why yes. was it interesting right? well i didn't sleep well last night and so for the first time ever i literally just laid down in the pew in the very back row mm. oh. just enough to where i could <laughs> peek my head up and see jesus in the monstrance but the stations on the cross were right above me and the one that was right above me was jesus consoles and so I was just like, well, okay, Jesus, I'm just going to lay here and let you console me, which means I'm going to oh, try to fall cool. asleep in your presence. Oh. <laughs> Did it work? It worked for a little bit, but the pews aren't that comfy, especially yeah. you kind of need a pillow. So St. Thomas doesn't have the comfiest pews in the world. And by that, I mean they're pretty uncomfortable. Sorry, everyone, <laughs> for the uncomfy pews. But yeah. they keep you awake. Mm-hmm. Yes, but obviously Megan had struggle this morning staying awake okay so calling her up <laughs> we have early mornings on wednesdays we come in early and pray a little bit earlier and that is all good and dandy but i was very tired in prayer this morning so i came into adoration 
It was very cold, and I knew that if I stayed, I'd fall asleep. So I said hi to Jesus in the Eucharist, and I excused myself, and I went and sat outside where it was a little bit warmer. And the squirrels kept me awake because they kept throwing acorns at me from the trees. So every time I would doze, I would get hit in the head with a pine cone or something. God's little messengers. Yep. Up, stay awake. Exactly. But it was really good prayer. Very mm-hmm. fruitful. I'm glad I went outside. Praying in God's <coughs> cathedral. Exactly. The nature. Exactly. Um, well, that's good. What about you, Father? How's your prayer? You know, he didn't pray this morning. I did. <laughs> wow. You saw me in the chapel. Um, no, it was good. It was pretty, uh, I mean, honestly, today was pretty uneventful. Um, I was there. Jesus was there. That was pretty much it. Today was, I feel like I'm I'm on the verge of sickness. Either like I'm I am sick and I'm just ignoring it, or like mm. I'm about to get sick. I'm so sorry. It's probably my fault. Here we go. No, I actually think it's probably JD's fault. But let's blame him. <laughs> um, but so, I uh, I didn't feel I didn't feel the urge to open the scriptures today. Mm-hmm. I didn't. But that may have just been laziness. Um, and so I just kind of sat there with Jesus and I said, all right, Jesus, we're just going to rest a little bit today. Nice. Um, so I didn't just, I didn't, um, we just like tried to just be like a conscious, we're here together and that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes just like a little rest day. Um, cause we'll talk, we'll, as we get into a prayer, prayer's, prayer's work. Yeah. Um, so today was like a, you know using like a workout analogy today was like a rest day yeah <laughs> not resting from prayer but like resting in we're prayer just, we're gonna, yeah resting in prayer that's good sounds like we had similar experiences mm-hmm. today so I think we can you know see the the influence of the bodily yeah. with the spiritual yeah. you know oh, for sure. definitely tiredness sickness that all affects our disability to relate uh, to Jesus yes. affects what our prayer looks like and I think prayer is just one of those things that uh, everybody just has questions about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's like my, I never know if I'm like praying well, if you oh, can yeah. even say that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I being lazy? Am I, it's just one of those things, you know, there's all kind of questions about just because it's very open. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just kind of like, you know, I pray this way, I pray this way, I pray this way. And, you know, am I, should I pray this way? Should I pray that way? What am I supposed to do? And I'm yeah. sitting there. Yeah, I'll, I often find myself falling into the entrapment of I base my prayer off how I feel at right. the end of it. Mm-hmm. Whether if I hear anything or not, um, I'm like, well, did I actually pray good enough? Right. Did uh-huh. I pray long enough? Well, what, what I was praying with was it what I was supposed to be. Right. You know, and yeah, all these yeah. questions kind of arise. Of, and then I fall into that entrapment of, well, since I don't feel well, Mm-hmm. I didn't pray well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what like what would you guys say constitute good prayer? Um, or praying well. Like, right. How do we define that? Um, so I think prayer, um, the fact to like define cause, like I guess we can define what's good prayer, just we have to start with like what is prayer. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. at its essence. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of the saints like um, Saint Therese of Lisieux. Um, says is like this, that prayer is a surge of the heart um, to the Lord. Um, Saint Teresa of Avila is that says that prayer is just like an, an intimate sharing between friends. Um, and so prayer, I think, at, at its heart, um, is just a conversation with God. Yeah. Right. And so it's 
me talking to God and then and God talking to me, both of those right. elements. I think that's the heart. Um, uh, and I guess it ultimately is um, like good prayer um, would be prayer that I've authentically shared my heart with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to him, whether that's through um, pondering the scriptures, whether that's through like pray, like maybe praying a rosary, letting that be the avenue of, of how I relate to the Lord, um, or just through just like I'm just going to talk like we're talking now. Yeah. Um, and then giving God the space to, to respond to that. Uh, I think if we do that, whether or not like we feel like we heard God, whether what we feel after that, I think we can say like I've, I've prayed well because I've shared my heart with the Lord and listened to whatever it is he had to say to me. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if what he had to say to me was silence, like, okay, great, like, keep going through that and keep, like, I'm here with you, and that's all, then that's, that's what we need to hear at that mm-hmm. moment, I guess. Right. I think that the only thing that he desires is for us to just <coughs> truly come to him as we are mm-hmm. in that moment. I think the catechism talks about, like, um, us taking our mask off mm-hmm. and actually being bare and being vulnerable and being authentic with the Lord. And mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people mean, what a lot of the s- saints mean by, like, it's a surge of the heart. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, you're my spiritual director, and so when I come to you, I'm sharing things with you mm-hmm. that n- no one else may know, mm-hmm. and you're able to speak into that. Mm-hmm. as that real authentic self that you're actually able to speak in and to transform my heart. And mm-hmm. it's the same w- thing with God. We may not hear a voice, but at least we're sharing, and that's what he desires us to do, right, is just yeah, simply yeah. share. That's mm-hmm. surge of the heart, too. That's, it just like seems so unfiltered, and so right. uh-huh. because you can't control that. Like, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's coming from you, yeah. and, and it's being offered to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really beautiful imagery. Right. Father has it's his cool. catechism out. I do. I was looking at <laughs> his handy-dandy catechism. So one of, my, one of my favorite passages from the catechism is... Uh, sort of, Part four of the catechism is divided into four parts. If you have, ever have any questions about prayer, like part four of the catechism is one of the best things that I've ever... Yeah. Not to dig the first three parts of the catechism, no. but part four <laughs> of the catechism is really good. Yeah. Um, and so it just... One, the one thing that sticks out to me is like, you know, am I pr- the question like, am I praying well? Uh-huh. Almost like it puts the pressure on me. Like the, it's on me to come and right. like make this happen. Yeah. Um, but like the very first thing um, it talks about in the catechism um, is that prayer isn't something we do primarily, but it's, it's a response to an invitation from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just read it. I want to read a couple sentences of this because I think they're, they're important to hear. Um, this is Catechism 2567. It says, God calls man first. Man may forget his creator or hide far from his face. He may run after idols or accuse the deity of having abandoned him. Yet the living and true God tirelessly calls each person to that mysterious encounter known as prayer. In prayer, the faithful God's initiative of love always comes first. Our own first step is always a response. As God gradually reveals himself and reveals man to himself, prayer appears as a reciprocal call, a covenant drama. Through words and actions, this drama engages the heart. It unfolds throughout the whole history of salvation. Hmm. I feel like I just want to stop and talk about every word that I just read. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did a, a prayer Bible study when I was in college. 
um, my good friend Sarah led it. And it's just crazy because we did. We stopped at every word, every line, mm-hmm. and just talked about it. This Bible study lasted almost an entire semester because we just yeah uh, we couldn't get enough. It was so good. Um, yeah, and so like just that, I think that's a great thing to sit with is like if you have questions about prayer, like what am I doing? How am I doing this right? Because it talks about, um, number one, just like that we, we're weak people. It says we, we hide from, from his face. We try to put the masks on like Garrett was talking about. We run after the idols. We have all these other things. We're so busy. We can't do enough time for prayer. We're running after all these things. Yeah. Um, you know, we th- accuse of God of even having abandoned us because, you know, maybe a lot of times when we go and pray, we just kind of feel like we're sitting alone talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but just reminding ourselves of the truth that that God tirelessly calls each person to the encounter. And that's what, like an encounter with him. Um, and through that encounter, it says like um, God gradually reveals himself and he reveals man to himself. Like we learn more about ourselves through learning more about God because we're like actually putting ourselves in contact mm-hmm. with 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 him. Right. Um, which is just like. Yeah, it really does take the pressure mm-hmm. off. It does take the pressure off of you to mm-hmm. do prayer well. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not necessarily mm-hmm. doing anything. You're responding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a response to a call from him. Right. Yeah. I think, that, yeah, like what you were saying earlier, sometimes we get caught up in, oh, well, I have to pray. I have to pray. Mm-hmm. I have to go to prayer. Mm-hmm. The The desire in and of itself for us to go to prayer mm-hmm. is from the Lord. Right. We can't do anything apart from mm-hmm. him. So mm-hmm. the desire that is instilled within us to pray, mm-hmm. to be in that relationship, comes from God himself. Right. So he's actually calling us the entire time. Right. All we have to mm-hmm. do is respond. Yeah. And even the response mm-hmm. is a grace from him. Right. Which is just crazy. Uh-huh. We don't do anything by ourselves. We life. literally don't. And just that question, like, of, you know, I, why do I have to go pray? I pray. Um, like, what are we looking for when we go to pray? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Is it like a, because uh, this is all about like an, an encounter or a relationship, like a sharing of hearts. Yeah. And so if we're going to prayer thinking like, I do this for God. God does this for me. Like, uh, like if I go and, and pray, if I go and ask for these things, then God's going to, you know, do all these right. things for Super me. Super transactional. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. no one, you wouldn't go call a friend to be like, hey, look, I need this from you, and then you're going to do this for me. Right. Like that's that, not how relationships That's not work. a relationship. It's not a friendship. Yeah. Um, so just keeping that, like, I'm just going to God just because... Um, at least in some form or another, um, I desire him. Yeah. I desire the fulfillment that he, I desire um, just p- the, the peace. I desire just, you know, the security of knowing that I'm with, you know, God. Yeah. Um, and just letting that relationship kind of be free and, and going like, you know, it looks different in different days just like any other relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like what you said about kind of the resting part. I mean, isn't it Augustine that says our hearts are restless until they rest in right. the Lord? And mm-hmm. so like, this is kind of our opportunity within prayer. God calls us mm-hmm. what to rest with Him. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, this is our opportunity on earth to find that peace, mm-hmm. to find that restfulness in that mm-hmm. encounter in prayer. Right. And I can't. And from the pass or the paragraph that you read in the Catechism that God calls man first, the very first thing that came to my mind was when Adam and Eve had sinned, right, mm-hmm. and they hid themselves, mm-hmm. and God sought uh-huh. them out. Right. right, and he asks, like, "Where are you?" But 
God knows exactly where we are. He knew right. exactly where uh-huh. Adam and Eve are. But why does he propose that question? You know, why does That's God right. always propose questions first? Mm-hmm. It's to get us to reveal ourselves to mm-hmm. him to help us know ourselves better. Yeah. And so that's what I see whenever I go to prayer is like he's asking me questions. Right. Uh-huh. And so that's a really good image of even like the, the image of like we have things and maybe like we're going to prayer with things that we're hiding either from mm-hmm. ourselves, from others, and then we try to hide them from God. Um, which never, I mean, he knows it because he's mm-hmm. God. Um, <laughs> but he still asks the question, which is, that's a great image of just like Adam and Eve and God calling out to them. Yeah. Someone once told me <clears throat> that God doesn't, hang on, let me get this right. Um, telling God about, like, what's going on in your heart is not giving him, telling him something that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. It's giving him something that he doesn't have, which hmm. is a relationship with you. Yeah. So the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, God knows everything. So it's uh-huh. like, well, why do I have to tell him then? Mm-hmm. If he knows everything, why do I have to tell him? Mm-hmm. Um it's like a, a mom who's picking up her teenage son from school. <laughs> right. When she says, hey, son, how was your day? And he says, good, fine. Mm-hmm. What'd you response. do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like her heart breaks because uh-huh. she wants to know yeah. about his day. Mm-hmm. She knows mm-hmm. what classes he's in. She knows his teachers. She knows his friends. Like she knows all of those things. She probably can guess what a 14-year-old's day looks, looks right. like. Uh-huh. Um but, so it's not that she doesn't know. She wants to hear it from she him because him. she loves him. Yeah. And that's the relationship she desires. Um, and that's, uh-huh. yeah, that's what prayer should look like, that too. That is a great analogy, too. Yeah. Um, and that shows us really easily just, like, the desire that God has to be involved in our lives. Um, and we just need to give him the opportunity to come in. Yeah. Um, and he'll be, and he, he's ready to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. And I think, too, this whole idea of praying well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, someone also once told me, these are, I have no idea who told me these things, <laughs> but they've stuck with me. Uh-huh. So um, someone once told me that once you think that you've got prayer figured out, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Because prayer is a search of the heart. Prayer is a conversation mm-hmm. with God. There are certain things that we, we can like lean to and, and right. turn to in prayer, like the scriptures or the rosary mm-hmm. or um, different meditations. But the reality is that once we get into a routine, mm-hmm. sometimes we lose the authenticity of prayer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. once we think we have prayer, quote unquote, figured out, mm-hmm. um, we might be actually doing something right. wrong. Right. It ceases to be a relationship. Yeah. Because we're just, we have our routine, we have our, we're going through the motions, and this is just what I do. Right. Because can you mm-hmm. imagine meeting with someone and, and being like, okay, well, I have my relationship with Garrett figured out. Like, mm-hmm. we do this one thing, and we do it really well, and we, like, right. hang out in this yeah. particular way uh-huh. only. Like, that's super strategic and weird. Right, there's no, the spontaneity, the freedom mm-hmm. um, that any relationship has. Yeah, that's not love. That's right. not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not relationship. That's mm-hmm. something different. Right. right. And I just think that's, that's part of the, there's almost like, I don't know, maybe scary is not the right word, but just like the, we never have it figured out because you're never supposed to have it figured out. And so it's almost like we have this feeling of, like, my doing this right yeah but but like you know think about like if you're dating somebody you're always going to be asking yourself like did i did i mess like did i make (laughs) should i say this should i not say this right Right. because there's this true desire there and there's just the freedom of yeah of people coming together and so that that um 
concern, I guess, just is a, is a further revelation of the love yeah. that you have. So true. Right, and even like within scripture, like we don't know how to pray, and so someone says that I figured out prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a lie, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going against what scripture right. says, and so Saint like Paul says, you know, we do, we don't know how to pray as we ought, and so the Spirit himself mm-hmm. like makes up for our own our own weaknesses yeah. with sighs that words may not even be able to express. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And because like in the paragraph that you said that you read mm-hmm. says that like this prayer, this reciprocal call is a covenant drama. It's mm-hmm. like what is a drama? You know, do you have oh, things figured drama. out? No. <laughs> yeah, There's drama within that. it. Uh-huh. Should I say this? Should I not say this? Right. There's like Mis- mystery within yeah. it and you're like I don't know yeah. should I say that or not mm-hmm. and so like it's like an adventure within prayer within yeah. this and it's talking about Ooh, I like that. a covenant mm-hmm. drama Yeah. which what is a covenant it's an exchange of persons it's right. a relationship so like there's drama in this mm-hmm. relationship but does drama always mean bad yeah. no it just means excitement right as right. well yeah. so we can see that in our mm-hmm. prayer but there's also dryness in drama as well right yeah true. yeah I think so. Like so, with just with that um, fundamental understanding, like this is essentially what prayer is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Can, that is what prayer right. is. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I think, but we there's things we can talk about, like you know, con- like what does right, like what does it look like when each of us goes to pray? What do we do? Mm. Like, as someone who's just kind of like trying to figure this out, um, okay, so I'm gonna go sit in the chapel. What do I like? What do I do now? Yeah. Um. So like, I don't know, Megan. Yeah. You do your holy hour, like what? What do you do? Yeah. So speaking of Father JD, <clears throat> he is my spiritual director, mm-hmm. and we were talking about my prayer has just kind of been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he recommended doing this like order, having an order to my prayer, mm-hmm. just until I can like figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need order in our right. prayer mm-hmm. just to like get the ball rolling, start with something. Because mm-hmm. the reality is. If we just sit there and hope for the best, right? Uh-huh. probably not the best way to enter <laughs> we're, the prayer all we're, the time. We're going to have a thousand <clears throat> things going through our mind. We're right. thinking about all those other things. It's right. hard to It's hard to focus, focus in. Ourselves. So one thing um, that I've been doing recently, per his advice, mm-hmm. um, is when I walk into prayer, before I even sit in the spot that I'm going to pray, um, is asking the Lord, Lord, how do you look at me? Mm-hmm. How do you see me? Sometimes he gives me a word. Sometimes I can, like, see his face. Mm-hmm. Usually the images I see of Jesus are him from the Passion, so usually it's Jim Caviezel looking back at me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know if any of you can mm-hmm. relate, but um, it's, so how does Jesus look at me? Sometimes I can see his eyes. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's a word or a phrase or I can see my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so different things come to mind. And then, so I take 30 seconds before I enter into prayer mm-hmm. to just gaze at the Lord and let him gaze at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then acknowledge his like existence and his presence. Zone. Yeah. Getting in the zone. People, Game face. Yeah. Say like, All right, I'm... We are in prayer. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'll, yeah, I'll take my seat. And usually I go to scripture. Um, I think many, many people have said this over and over. If you want to hear mm-hmm. God speak, go to the right. word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I turn to scripture a lot. I, find it hard How do you when pick what to read? Yeah, I find it hard to pick what I'm reading. Uh-huh. Um, so I do, I like to do programs. Um, mm-hmm. So right now I'm following along with 
Christ the Redeemer's podcast that Father Mark Toops put out. Mm-hmm. The, 50 um, days. the 50 days. of um, It's like Ignatian meditation mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And I really love that form of prayer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Imaginative prayer, but it's hard for me. So mm-hmm. I need help. I need someone yeah. talking me through the, the meditation usually. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. Um, and that's been really fruitful. Just placing myself into the scenes of scripture, walking through the life of Christ. Yeah. Um, has been really, really beautiful. I also really love Lexio, or I think the church does a great job of putting readings together for us every day. Mm-hmm. Um, like the mass readings? Yeah, yeah. I never mm-hmm. read the mass readings and think, yep, that doesn't apply to me at all. Um, uh-huh. There's always something there that's speaking yeah. to me, it's just speaking to my heart, even mm-hmm. if it's just the responsorial psalm, or not just the responsorial psalm, right. but if uh-huh. it's the responsorial psalm, or the entrance antiphon sometimes mm-hmm. gets me, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So there's different parts of the mass that that I pray with. And then, yeah, I usually apply mm-hmm. those things to what I'm going through and just mm-hmm. speak to Jesus about what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my life, what my day looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the scripture that I'm reading relates to it somehow. Right. Um, and I'm always like, huh, Jesus, you really do know my heart. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, always surprised. Yeah. And then usually end my prayer with some sort of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. prayer of being thankful for all the, yeah. the gifts that he's given me in that prayer, mm-hmm. all the things he will give me throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I always end my prayer with uh, the, the like Doubting Thomas prayer mm-hmm. of the uh, Jesus, you are my Lord and my God. Mm-hmm. You are all that I need. You are my Lord and my God. Please help my unbelief. And that's how I end my prayer every day. Hmm. So that's what my prayer looks like, yeah. usually. Uh-huh. <clears throat> that's awesome. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when he says that. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I guess for me, it... Uh, I have like my couple minutes of like getting in the zone mm-hmm. um, where I'll just kind of like, I'll just like really just like, I'll just look at God, let God look at me. Um, usually, I, like when I say God, like tabernacle, mm-hmm. um, kind of usually my focus um, or in, in, in adoration, just the silence of um, letting whatever I did bef- before I came to prayer just kind of try to like not be my, like, this is my focus now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess depending on um, the, you know, where my heart's at, um, I'll either just kind of start relating to the Lord. Um, if there's something that like on my heart that I just want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, or if, or if not, just could kind of go through a scripture. Um, for me, so I used to do the daily mass readings. It's been a lot harder. Since I preach homilies almost every day, <laughs> yeah. so when I go to the daily mass readings, I'm like, all right, what am I going to preach about? So it's yeah. hard. Then I'm like, That's my prayer doesn't become, I'm not relating. I'm thinking yeah. about what I'm going to preach about, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. It's, and it's insightful because um, I'm usually preaching to myself with yeah. whatever I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it just it kind of pulls me from, uh, just like from the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I started... Um, I just kind of pick a book and I, then I work through it. Um, so like what I started doing, um, I guess, so I guess or since I was a priest is I kind of just started with the beginning of Genesis and just kind of like going through salvation history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like right now I'm in the middle of the book of Numbers. Um, and so I'll just read a chapter or a passage or just, you know, however far, mm-hmm. um, no more than a chapter, um, but like just read a, read a, a, a like a little passage, um, 
and usually, almost always, um, something will something will stick out at me. Whether it's um, what's I guess what's what's sticking out to me with with that is just God's fidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, no matter how many times we turn away, He's He's always there, um, willing to um, admonish, correct, and say, "All right, now let's let's keep going." Yeah. Um, and so that usually kind of takes me through. Um, <coughs> Something else that I that I that I've always done is I have a prayer journal, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is it's a helpful thing of like um, trying not to let that like distract from like I'll, I'll not like I'm inserting that into the conversation, mm-hmm. um, but as I'm relating to the Lord and just hearing kind of what He puts in my heart, the feelings that, that come up, um, those kind of things, I'll just write that down. Yeah, um, because I feel like for me that number one, it's helpful for me to just kind of like. Um, just like organize the thoughts in my head if mm-hmm. I if I'm able to put words to it For sure. um, it helps me to just kind of like make sense of what what's going on um, it helps me to remember what yeah. Jesus did like two days ago yeah, exactly. which otherwise I it. wouldn't look and so like and I can like periodically just like review my journal and be like um, I can see things that the Lord has been doing like over the course of a week or a couple weeks right um, that like in the moment I can't see but I when, when I take the step back to kind of review what he's been doing Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of just see with like a almost like a bird's eye view of like this is what the Lord's been been doing. Right. And so I find having a prayer journal for me uh, really helpful. Oh yeah, I definitely I have a journal as well, yeah. and it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little bit about my prayer life. Um, well, first it we do pray a holy hour, but that I just didn't start praying a holy hour all of a sudden. Like mm-hmm. I had to work my way up to doing that, and so. The very first thing that I do is usually, yeah, we all usually kneel to mm-hmm. show reverence. So to recognize, put myself in a position to understand whose presence I'm actually in. You know, the God right. of all creation who created literally everything in the universe. And then after that, um, there's no specific order, I guess you could say, of what I pray about. But usually within, um, like either the rosary really entering into the, the meditations and mysteries mm-hmm. Usually it's like last week was Mary's humility and humility just kept coming up um, Mm -hmm. in my prayer. And so like continue to pray with that. Or um, like we mentioned before, scripture, in my honest opinion, and you guys can speak to to this as well, like especially in dryness of prayer where I can't hear God's voice or for those of you who like struggle to pray, I believe that the most effective means of communication with the Lord is the word that he's already written Mm -hmm. is scripture. Um, I don't hear his voice open up scripture to the Psalms, to the gospel, literally read what Jesus said, and that's him speaking to you. And so that's something very beautiful that I try to bring into my prayer, um, just to hear his words, to read it, um, really helps me gather my thoughts and see what the Lord is trying to speak to me. And then at the end, uh, I also have a prayer journal as well, and I I journal a good bit, uh, which is a, a good thing to do to remember, mm-hmm. you know, we will forget what we prayed about yesterday, yes, really. Yeah. And so a prayer journal is really good if you have a good experience. And then I ended always um, saying to the Father and to the Son, the Holy Spirit, that I pray that I may glorify you in everything that I do, mm-hmm. and I pray the glory be, and then yeah. I leave. So. Um, yeah, that's good. I think the scripture, some, something that, that reminded me of when you talk about, like, you know, the Psalms, that when I was kind of first... Um, like going through my conversion, like learning what prayer was, because mm-hmm. um, for me, like what I was going through, like school, 
um, and just like religious education, prayer was just kind of like uh, you say, "Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory be," right. and you're you're on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of whole relational dimension, which is something I was unaware of, and it's very unfamiliar to me. So that, as I was learning to do that, um, the Psalms played a big part because it was it was through praying the Psalms, like through the liturgy of the hours, that yeah. really kind of started that. And Saint, I think it's Saint Augustine. Somebody says that like the Psalms, um, they express every every emotion of the human heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's Psalms for like everything. So what the Psalms kind of did for me is that they're almost like the training wheels that helped me to express myself to God in That's a way awesome. that like I never like I never taught I like how to talk to God. Like I don't know. Yeah. I'm just a very rational person, so like I just didn't. Um, but like I would, as I was like, we would pray these psalms, and like, you know, ooh, yeah, that the, I'm exact. I'm feeling exactly like this psalm is saying. Mm-hmm. So like making kind of like that my own words to God, um, because like they're inspired. I think it's Saint Augustine too says like the psalms are like God giving us the words with which He wants us to speak to Him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because like they're inspired. They they're mm-hmm. they ultimately God's words. Yeah. But they're also addressed to God. So he's mm-hmm. given us this gift of like, this is how, like, I want you to express yourself to me. That's oh, good. Um, so That's I thought really that, was, that was a helpful thing for me too. So um, good. Yeah. What a gift we have in the scriptures. Yeah. Um, and so uh, one of the questions I do think I want to mention, um, someone is like, how long do I pray? And, and, you know, how often is it okay yeah. to like stop in and out for a little while? Um, and so I definitely want to encourage like, any time of prayer is good time. Oh, yeah. So if you have, like, mm-hmm. t- two minutes between classes and you just want to stop in and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, be with Jesus, like, tell him something real quick, like, by all means. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. It kind of helps us to keep the Lord's presence in our life throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're to, just to develop a relationship, though, relationship does take time. Right. Um, and so there has to be, like, a real investment. And so, yeah. like, if I'm just praying for two minutes here and there... Um, it's not bad, mm-hmm. but just a, a, on a human level, um, a, pro, a more prolonged time um, just allows for that kind of investment. Right. Um, so, like, if you want an answer, like, you know, 15, 30 minutes, an hour, um, wherever, whatever you are comfortable and able to do. But, like, having right. some real time to, like, sit down and be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think <clears throat> someone told me, a priest told me this in college because I was all over the place in college, mm-hmm. just... Didn't think I had time for anything, especially mm-hmm. prayer. I was like, I want to pray. I went from praying none at all uh-huh. to trying to pray a holy hour every day. Right. Uh-huh. Which I don't recommend doing that. That's not the <laughs> no, best way yeah. to ease into uh-huh. a relationship. Right. Um, and you'll drive yourself crazy. But mm-hmm. I think gradually I grew into this relationship, right. uh-huh. which is how we enter relationships. And that's, and that's what the catechism said. God gradually reveals yep. himself to right. us. And so we gradually enter into that right. relationship. So I don't recommend starting with a holy hour uh-huh. or um, a 30-day silent retreat. Mm-hmm. I would recommend, um, yeah, stopping in when you have time. Um, start with five minutes, mm-hmm. then increase to 10, mm-hmm. then increase to 15. But this has to be, I would say, daily. Um, yeah, and so I think yeah we can we can't because prayer is a gift we and it's a call that we're responding to, mm-hmm. um, it's not something that we do, but we can be faithful. Right. Um, our own fidelity. God only asks. He doesn't ask. He asks for fidelity. Right. Um, and so like I'm gonna commit every day. Um, even if it's five minutes, mm-hmm. even if it's ten minutes. Right. Um, committing every day, mm-hmm. I would say that yeah, 
and Father, you can you can speak into this too. But I would say that consistent prayer, even if it's shorter, is more mm-hmm. is more effective. Not effective. Mm-hmm. It's better. It's more fruitful yeah. than say like one day of three hours of prayer, right. and then I'm not uh-huh. going to pray the rest of the week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the, yeah. Any. I mean, if you think about it, a relation that you have, you, you there's constant dialogue. There's right. there's frequent communication. Um, and we like a you know you know two like a husband and wife may not depending on the situation be able to talk um, for hours on end, but they they touch base every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that fidelity and that consistency, mm-hmm. I think, is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, I do have a that. question for you. Um, okay. Because I fall into this as a Catholic and I. Maybe some of y'all um, experience this as well. But one of the questions is, do I always have to pray in adoration? Do I always have to be in the chapel in prayer? Mm-hmm. And I find myself outside of the chapel, mm-hmm. not necessarily praying a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And when I think that the Lord is calling me to prayer, I always have to go to the chapel. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Right. And yeah. I remember Father Mike Schmitz, he told us at training one year, he said, how often do you visit the chapel of your heart? Mm-hmm. He said it is good, it's beautiful <laughs> that we have the Eucharist, you know, God mm-hmm. present in front of us, but how often do we visit the chapel in our heart? What does that look like? Right. You know? I do think, um, like, just personally, um, it's like we know God's, God is present in all of creation. The beauty right. of creation reveals the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, like, every, all beauty reveals the divine. And so, we, yes, God is present everywhere. We can pray anywhere. Um, if you know sitting outside um like watching the sunrise or the sunsets are two particularly awesome things i'll i'll, yeah. I'll love praying on the beach like oh, or by yeah. water mm-hmm. um that's one of my favorite spots um there is something too though of like jesus is really present in the eucharist and so i would say like praying in, in the presence of the blessed sacrament would be like a privileged place right but uh, not necessarily the only place mm-hmm. Um, that we pray. Um, so like, sure, you can you can pray outside. You can pray, um, you know, in your room, like a, yeah. like a prayer spot in your room or in your house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would encourage at least somewhat frequent um, time to like in the chapel itself. Right. Um, I think that's that's important, but not absolutely necessary. Yeah, yeah. Like a few weeks ago, me and my roommates were. Um, we're going to pray on the weekend, um, during the weekend, <laughs> and they were going to the chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just didn't really feel like going to the chapel that day. Yeah. Um, and the sun was setting, and so I wanted to be able to pray in front of the sunset. So mm-hmm. I sat in the back of my house and watched the sun go down um, and prayed there. And it was a really beautiful prayer. Yeah. Um, really great prayer. And I think... Yeah, we just have to like enter into the silence, mm-hmm. enter into, um, into that chapel of our hearts, yeah. so that we are able to, mm-hmm. to enter into that prayer in the same way that we would be able to right. if we're going yeah. to the chapel. Mm-hmm. So you do have to take yourself out of the chaos of your day. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't recommend praying only before bed in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like I, I love this right. image of like. <laughs> Getting out of your bed mm-hmm. and praying beside your and bedside having, on your yeah. knees or something and like that. And I think there's value too of having like there's dedicated places for 
for like we set things apart for certain right. purposes. Right. So like a chapel <laughs> is a place set apart for prayer. You can have like a prayer corner right. or a prayer chair in your room. Like this is where I sit when I pray. Right. So that like it kind of helps you to be like, all right, I'm I'm in conversation with the Lord. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. lying on my bed where you know I'm about to go to sleep. So I'm not right. gonna be. It helps us it, like just in a human kind of bodily way to get our our minds in that kind of mode. Right. right. And it's I not know. something that yeah. we made up, right? Right. Think of Jesus in the scriptures. He goes away. He goes mm-hmm. away. He always, yeah, he goes away. There's, yeah. there's places and times set apart for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I do think, um, I'll say something, it's, it's a teaser for, for future episodes. Um, someone, someone asked about, you know, mystics, mysticism. Mm-hmm. Everything we just talked about is mystical. Anytime we put ourselves in an encounter with the Lord, um, that's a mystical experience. And we may think like prayer's got to, like, oh, I'm not, if I, I have to pray well, I have to have all these great feelings and visions and literally hear the voice of God. Yeah. But it's a lot of times it's just the quiet, a quiet presence. Mm-hmm. Um, the still small voice that Elijah heard um, right. is how the Lord desires to, to come close to us. Right. Um, and there's a place for, for those particular gifts that the Lord allows and the Lord mm-hmm. grants. Um, but, but the norm, the, um, the, the majority. way that, the majority, the way that God ordinarily reveals himself to us is, is through the quiet presence. Right. Um, I'd never heard God telling me, Patrick, go be a priest. Right. <laughs> he never appeared to me. Right. But it was just a quiet, a quiet building, a small tug, mm-hmm. um, that, that we respond to. And that makes it true for, for everything. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Never have I ever seen the Lord appear to me right there. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or received like crazy visions or nothing crazy has ever happened to me. Yeah. But the Lord has called me in very specific ways through scripture, through mm-hmm. these small tugs, um, through this fidelity to prayer. Mm-hmm. Now granted, we're, I, don't, I think we've all probably missed prayer at one point or another. Right. So uh-huh. fidelity is difficult. We're not mm-hmm. saying that it's easy. Um, but, but through being faithful to prayer, right. the Lord is going to gradually mm-hmm. reveal Himself right. to us. And it's never too late to s- either start or to recommit. Like, all right, I kind of been I've been off the track. Right. Today's the day that that we can yeah. start to be faithful again. And, and maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, I actually don't have a desire for prayer. I don't. I don't necessarily want to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there yet. Great. Yeah. It's totally fine. You can only be where you're at. Um, you can be where you're at. But I think mm-hmm. that making that choice, even in the, with the lack of desire, mm-hmm. there is something so beautiful oh, about absolutely. that. Oh, mm-hmm. um, of absolutely. Of showing up when you don't want to. Right. That's... That is... Showing up when you don't want to. Is, that is relationship, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. even when you don't want to love someone, choosing to love them anyway. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And being real with that. Like, one of my spiritual director in the seminary had a lot of... He liked to rhyme. He had all these pithy little sayings. So one of the things, so it's good because they stuck with me. Um, one of the things that he would always say is, "Pray as you are, not as you're not." Right. Um, so you gotta like, if you don't want to be here, tell God, "I don't want to be here." Um, yeah. Just you have to be where you're at, and that's where authenticity comes from. Not trying to pretend like you're telling God what He thinks He needs to hear or what you think you ought to be doing. Mm-hmm. Just like, "Where is what I where I am? This is what I want, and let's talk about it." I literally used to do that all the time, just like <laughs> pretending I was somewhere <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. Here. Because I was like, this is a legit thought that I had. This is hilarious. <clears throat> I thought, one day, maybe I'll be up for canonization. This is super prideful. I've since <laughs> understood that this is not a correct way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> in my pride, I was like, well, one day, if I'm canonized, 
they're going to find these prayer journals that mm-hmm. I write, and I need to sound super holy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to write the way that I think a saint would write. I literally had that thought. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Megan, no, that's not. There's sometimes I'm writing okay. things, and I'll be like, ooh, when they find this journal, and I'm going to think that this would be my office of reading. <laughs> and then the other times I'm like, they're going to throw it out. <laughs> After they read this excerpt from my prayer journal, they're going to be like, yeah, there's no we way. We should not have canonized There's this no way. <laughs> oh, man. But so, anyway. Hopefully, uh, this has help, been helpful. Um, it's been good for me just to talk about yeah. it, to hear about it. I love having these conversations. Um, if this has you know, maybe sparked more questions, um, feel free in. to send them in. Drop them in the box. Shoot us a social media send message. In. Shoot us an email. Um, Colonelcatholics at gmail.com. We have an email, an email account. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, if, if, if you have any further questions, and uh, yeah, I hope you've uh, enjoyed this episode. Yeah, we'll be praying for all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Please pray for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll be back next week, I guess. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank Bye you. Guys. Also, yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, for having this conversation. Yeah, no absolutely. So fun. All right. Bye. See you Bye. later. <laughs>